Welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio, where we share tried and tested ways to grow your brand and get more customers. Everything from the latest in marketing and branding, right through to growing your team and creating an irresistible culture. Hi, and welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio. This is part two of a two-part series on mindset and success principles with Christo and myself, Francisca, and let's jump straight in. Welcome back to part two of this very special edition of Basic Finance Radio on Mindset and Success Principles. I'm sitting here with Christo Hall. Yeah. What's up? Sorry, that was probably a bit loud. I had the microphone right practically in my mouth. Um, what's up? Well, I'm, I've got to go to the dentist this afternoon. That's, That's what's exciting. up. And I forgot to bring my toothbrush to the office. <laughs> That's horrible. So I know, a poor guy. I know. I had a veggie soup. I had a pretty clean lunch, very clean, just veggie soup. But there were some little bits, uh, you know, stringy bits, too much detail probably. I wonder um, if they're used to having people not brush their teeth. Poor guy, whatever. He's going to have to deal with me. <laughs> so we're coming now into the second part, as I mentioned before, of our mindset principles. And I might get started with this and I'll start with actually one that I wasn't going to start with which has to do with you not brushing your teeth and that is <laughs> that is a Sweet. principle that I try to live by is to raise my own standards every day so to to look at how you can raise your own standards every day and, and asking the question what are we doing when nobody's watching and this is part of not competing with others but only competing with yourself so rather than then constantly looking at what are other people doing on social media and and then getting a bit of FOMO or getting distracted or or getting disheartened rather than doing that is only really competing with yourself and thinking okay how can I raise my standards how can I be better than yesterday for example brushing teeth before going to the dentist would be raising standards. I was going to say, well, that's another example besides brushing teeth. Um, anything, anything, really. And maybe even, do you just consider that even how you react to situations yes. and things like that? It's like, yeah. Mm, yeah. I like it. Yeah. And, and for example, how can I do, if we focus on business or marketing, how can I, so I did a campaign last week, how can I raise the standard on this and do it better this week or, or next month? How can I do it better? How can... The customer service we're doing now, how can we raise the standard and how can we do it a little bit better? 10% better, 5% mm. better, mm. 3% better even is mm. good. Any percent. Better is better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's why it's any percent is a percent better than yesterday, isn't it? I like it. <laughs> um, Very mathematical here. I wonder if people are following that difficult equation here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> even a percentage of a percentage. You're going to be um, late for your dentist appointment. Okay, so I, I, might, I'll share one. So the um, committing, now what I mean by committing is committing to um, someone, some way, um, singing it out loud when you're going to do something. So like Francisca just did, um, committing to, you know, being better um, and telling someone, you know, um, you've just told thousands of people through our podcast, but you tell Someone, if you've got a goal and you want to hit it by, you know, a certain deadline, um, I'm working on a book at the moment and I wasn't very methodical with the writing of it. I like to procrastinate on it. So I find it challenging writing. I, I feel fulfilled when I do it, but it's, it's something I can easily procrastinate on because I can do other business where I can see direct results, can see direct 
happiness from customers as I help them and I can do implement things that make the business money and I can see it. So writing, I can't see it for a very long time when I'm writing a book anyway. Um, so for me, it's easy to, to just procrastinate. But um, uh, last year, towards the end of the, you know, uh, not last quarter, just gone, the one before, I told the team on our quarterly team meeting, look, this is my goal for uh, the quarter to write a certain amount of words. I can't remember how many words. I needed to do something like 20,000 words in that quarter to get the book done. And, um, and I said it, and then I worked out how much I needed to do per week, per day, and then I committed to it, and it um, became a bit of a routine, first thing I did in the morning. And um, so committing, sell it out loud, even if you just post it on Facebook or you tell your husband or your wife or your friend uh, or people in your team, hey, we've got this goal I want to hit and this is when I'm doing it by. So it's not just tucked away on a secret notepad somewhere or in your your drawer at home. Yeah, I like it. And and in line with that, also one of, of my tips is consistency. You're going to like this one because we talk about this a lot. So embracing consistency everywhere. And it's actually one of my pet peeves is when people are not consistent, especially with their word, but also when, with tasks and activities, but customer service, for example. But it, not inconsistency in people's word, especially, I find really, 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 really annoying. And also, I've always find this is a personal, uh, you know, this is very subjective, but I feel like people lose their credibility when it's not consistent. So embracing consistency and and applying consistency everywhere you have a saying or you picked up a saying somewhere that you sometimes use is that how you do one thing is how you do everything so being consistent in in your action being consistent in the if you if you promise something to someone being consistent with that but also to yourself if you if you set a goal like Christo set a goal for his book and then he doesn't promise his word to himself then it's inconsistent and it just makes suddenly the ripple effect of that is is that you don't really believe in maybe your own word anymore which is not very good in terms of being having a really strong mindset and you can apply this consistency thing to anything it can be to your customer experience it can be to how you lead your team showing up consistently being consistent etc do you have you probably have something to add to that yeah i think like the consistently um I like it, consistently improving. I even like things like, consist- you mentioned consistently getting better, better, better. Um, that would be something where you've got to stick to is with uh, consistency. The, um, and also the more you do things consistently, the easier it becomes. It suddenly becomes like a, um, we, you don't even realise you're doing it anymore. Um, and another little thought that sort of sort of comes from that is, uh, as you mentioned, the like how you do one thing is how you do everything. Being consistent, this... It's like if you're professional in your business, you kind of you got to be consistent across the board. So you, that even means you've got to have a clean office when people come in, or you got to have a yeah. um, whether even if or if it's a super creative office, it's it's okay. It's like there's stuff everywhere, but it's intentional in a way. Like it's like someone goes to the bathroom in your office, and if the thing's dirty, they form the impression of your work. It's like it might be completely unrelated. You might be a coding like, you know. <laughs> Uh, business, but they go in the bathroom and they think these guys are going to have sloppy code because they can't even change the toilet roll, um, or you know it's it's like that. Um, so that's theory, like the cracked cracked window theory, where you um, uh, you know if one thing's broken, then everyone else thinks the um, you know the the buildings are, are worthless. You know people yeah. lose respect, but just that consistency. If you know if you want to be perceived as professional, it's got to be consistent across the board. 
Yeah, I agree. And you're why are you trapping a fly? Got a little funny. distracted as I was talking there because Francisca's the looking at my little project. No, it's not sad. So there's you're a fly in the office and he flew into my glass of water. He's not in the water, His he's having a good Bronco. time. It's not Bronco. Is that Bronco? It's Bronco. So you what I'm doing is saving the fly because if I let it out of the the glass, it's going to get stuck in the office. The office will be closed over the weekend. It's going to die. Oh, you're going to let him So out. I've trapped him. I've put, I've put a letter over the top of my glass. The fly's trapped inside. Francisca's looking at me funny, weird, as I'm talking, <laughs> trapping this fly. I'm going to let him out. Oh, that's nice. I'm going to let the fly well, go free. That get, gets me to the next point, which I saw <laughs> on your sheet. So I'm going to say it before you say it, which is investing in growth. So prioritizing <laughs> growth and investing in your own personal development however that looks for you for me that's about reading books listening to podcasts joining programs like the clever bunch program talking to people investing in in your growth you got that there too do you want to add to yeah that? investing in growth and i'll add um also prioritize growth so um imagine every day is like seasons to your energy and you so you're going to have summertime in you're going to have you know, winter time uh, when you're out of energy. So our energy only lasts so much every single day where we can do focused work, right? Now, when you've got that peak of energy, that's summer. So prioritize growth in those in summer. You know, for you in the day, if you know that you have the most focus and energy between, you know, 9 a.m. and midday or 9 a.m. and 11 a.m., um, that two-hour block, that's when you need to do the biggest, highest impact growth activities because if it gets to, you know, three, four o'clock in the afternoon and you're winter, you're tired, you know, and you get brain fog by that time of day, you're not going to do these really big high impact tasks, which are going to require brain power. So prioritize growth. It's like, like in, um, in business, as we work with teams, one thing that I'll often say is put your strongest team to your biggest opportunities. What can tend to happen in business is people put their strongest team to their biggest problems. So like this big problem, we need the smartest team members solving that problem. Um, put them to your biggest opportunities so you can generate more return, more growth with your strongest firepower basically um, is the way to go because then as the business grows, then you've got more resources to then fix the problems. <laughs> you know, you put, you put your, your uh, strongest firepower to the biggest opportunities. I love it. Now I'm just looking at my list to see, and I'm thinking where I've got three or so more. I might go to the next one here on the list, which is to the skill of courage. And I'm saying skill deliberately because courage is a skill. And of course, some of us are born with more courage than others, but we can all practice courage and taking risks and and being bold in business, especially. And I'm saying it's a skill because the more risks you take, the more you do something that makes you feel uncomfortable, the more comfortable you get with it. This is uh, just a, you know, a, a practical example outside of work is surfing in uh, in waves, wave surfing, not surfing the internet. It for me personally, when when I stop going for waves that are a little bit out of my comfort zone, then I will then I almost become a little bit more scared of big waves. But when I consistently go for bigger waves that maybe make me feel a bit uncomfortable, I become more comfortable catching bigger waves. And that's the same in, in business is taking risks to, so that the risk taking will become more of a habit. And if you look at some of the, the most renowned entrepreneurs out there, like Richard Branson, all they do all day long is taking risks. And he's taken massive risks. Of course, it was you know risks that are keeping him sort of safe in his family, but they were 
a lot of risks that he's taken in order to get to where he is now with his companies. Mm -hmm. Good, good, good. You got three more. I only got one more. So should you, I you do go one, for more? one more? Yeah. Wait, I have to. Yeah, I could do three more. I can do. I'll do the next one, which is. Yeah, I'll do this one here. Surrendering. So as a mindset principle, is really only focusing on taking control of things that you can control. We see this a lot where people try to control stuff that they can't control, like mm. the weather or the economy or some stupid virus. We can't control that. But we, so we, it, there's not too much we can do about these things, but what we can do is, is only take control of how we act in, in certain circumstances and in, in the face of some of these challenges. So surrendering to whatever the universe throws at us is a continuous mindset challenge and one that is worth fighting and, and going through. And then also just remembering that we can only we can only control what we what we can. There are certain things that are outside of our control. Nice. I like it. And then um my, the one I was thinking is the um making hard things fun. Like you, when when you've got hard things, try and add a little sprinkle to it of fun. Like maybe um uh can you add something to it? Like if you're you know, when you watch TV, exercise well and turn on the TV. You know, if it makes it just more fun to do the exercise. Um, if you feel like you have to go, like put on your favorite show and exercise while your favorite show's on, you know, or um, save your morning coffee until you sit down to do your highest impact tasks. So you're not allowed your coffee till you sit down to do the task. And that's when you have your little treaty of your coffee and, you know, like um, trying to look for ways to make those high impact or hard tasks that you find challenging more fun yeah i like that that's a that's a really great one and i'll go with the second last one the last one is a very um good one to finish on the second last one i've got is to surround yourself with great humans so really paying attention to your entourage because there are people that are, that are great to help you with your mindset and your growth and that are encouraging and then there are people that maybe are not so good for you and you can feel that energetically even if you walk away from interactions that leave you deflated that's probably because they're not the perfect entourage for you or you're not the perfect entourage for them I mean there are obviously exceptions like family members where we can't you know choose sometimes <laughs> with family members but they're just in our lives and and I think it's good to invest in family relationships even if they deflate a little bit but then the rest of our entourage whether that is team members or friends it's really important I believe to pick and to, to watch out for people that are deflating and then to embrace and nurture people that are inflating. <laughs> it's probably not the right word. Last one is the power of gratitude. And I won't talk too much about this because we've talked about this a lot, but I do think that practicing gratitude daily and thinking about or talking about things that you're grateful for, whether that is writing it down or thinking about it. I don't write it down. I just think about it when I wake up and when I go to bed, I think about little things and big things that I'm grateful for, like the cup of coffee that Krista didn't make me or anything like that. Just quick, quick gratitude. I'm glad and you're grateful for that because I'll continue <laughs> to do that. I know, it's, it didn't work, did it? <laughs> and, and right now I'm super grateful for you, the listeners, for being part of Basic Finance Radio and being part of our community. And just, yeah, that's my gratitude right now. So I, I thought I'd finish up on that. And what about you? That's, I think that's perfect. I'm grateful too for all our listeners. I'm grateful for the questions that you sent us through, grateful for any feedback and um, grateful to see you on the next episode.
Amazing. See you next time. Thanks so much for joining us today. Bye for now. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.